Today on the Sunday edition of the Daily Gator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagan, we're going to talk about uh, a Washington school district that is encouraging teachers to not punish all children who do the same crime, so to speak, or violate the same rules the same. No, they want to do it by race, of course, because we need to divide everybody in America, the new woke America. The Biden administration has recommended that uh, early surgeries are, quote, crucial for kids who are trans. Yes, let's, uh, let's mutilate our children when they're as young as possible. We're headed down a bad road, folks. And as further proof, we'll talk about Munchausen uh, syndrome by proxy and the transgender phenomenon we see where apparently transgender children are just everywhere and this mother of a boy who became a girl uh she is just virtue signaling and and pimping her image out there on abc news thanks abc really quality journalism from you uh because she just wants people to know these transgender kids are everywhere We just need to be smart enough and, well, woke enough to identify them so they can begin destroying their lives, too. We're in trouble, my friends, as I said. All that and maybe more, you never know. Today on the Delegator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagan. Let's kick this pig, kids. start out with the only story that's not going to deal with uh, the, quote, millions of transgender children, which are apparently hiding in plain sight if we were all, all of us damned Americans, especially the white Americans, the ones with all the alleged privilege, if we were just smart enough and woke enough to see that millions of children need to have their gender changed surgically and chemically. When I say the left is sick, deranged, I'm not kidding, my friends. I'm not trying to be ironic or sarcastic or humorous. 
I'm telling you the truth. The left is getting more morally depraved and frankly evil every single day. Now let's go to a uh, story in Outkick. Typically it is a, or mainly it's a sports uh, website. Uh, has a lot of good writing and, and things like that. It's it's not like ESPN, meaning it's not woke, it's not left wing, and you don't have to be a left wing nut to write for the Outkick. In fact, you'd probably be called by the left a, a right wing nut if you wrote for the Outkick. Uh, Bobby Burick writes in a Washington squirrel district, uh, encouraging teachers to consider blank when disciplining students. Now, what do you think they're urging? Would the word missing there be fairness? Would it be equally? Would it be uh, let the uh, every student pay the same penalty for committing the same misdeed in school? Or would they want teachers to consider the color of the child's skin, also known as race? Of course, if you're not racist, you can't be truly anti-racist today. Don't you see, people? Being racist is the new uh, freedom fighter. You're the new civil rights warrior if you're racist. Uh, The Clover Park School District in Washington State approved a new policy that encourages teachers to consider race when disciplining students. Remember when this used to happen? Remember what back a time that schools weren't uh, weren't integrated? It was separate but equal. You had school with black children, schools with white stu- uh, uh, pupils. <sighs> Remember how the left, everyone really, but liberals would say that was ass backwards. It was wrong. It was immoral. It was flawed. We need to change it. Remember those days. Those liberals aren't around anymore. Uh, They've probably been tarred and feathered by the new woke leftists we have today who want to move from being a colorblind society to a color and, quote, identity-obsessed society. The policy has a name. Of course it does. The left loves its names. Uh, This is not CRT, which is critical race theory. No, no, no. This is CRD, as in dummy, as in dumbass, as in dimwits, as in Democrats. It is the culturally responsive discipline. So before you discipline a child for doing whatever, breaking whatever rule, uh, before doling out, uh, I guess, corporal punishment is completely out of it now, but uh, you know, detention or some type of, I did this a few times in eighth and ninth grade, had to write uh, like a thousand times on a board uh, on the, uh, in my notepad, sometimes on the board, you had to write a couple words. I, uh, one was like a paragraph long. I had to write a hundred times this sentence. Uh, In the future, I will seek to show proper respect and decorum towards my teacher and I had to write that a hundred times on the blackboard. It was a private school. But during class, I was there. And then I had to make up the work at home in form of homework that the class was doing while I was doing that. But anyway, and I don't think that teacher, Mrs. Ingram, who was a liberal, 
I don't think she would have ever tolerated anybody even suggesting that she disciplined children according to the color of their skin, not the crime or, or rule they had violated, rather. But this policy, the culturally responsive discipline, tells school staff to impose disciplinary policies that <laughs> may be adapted to individual student needs in a culturally responsive manner. Uh, again, that's a mouthful to say dumbass policy. So you may, may want to change the discipline, the the punishment, so to speak, uh, to individual students' needs in a culturally responsive manner. I thought make punishing kids with whatever attention, uh, whatever, was to benefit the child because you were teaching them discipline. And that, again, one day when they went off to work, they would understand that when they're at work, they have to pay attention to the work. They have to listen to their bosses. Things like that. You know, things that we really don't need, apparently. Uh, as reported by the Daily Mail, the race-based disciplinary policy encourages uh, harsher student punishments for... Could you ever guess what, uh, what race would get harsher punishments for doing something? I'll give you three seconds. Ah, you don't need three seconds. It's the white privileged little bastards, of course. You've got to punish the white little bastards for being privileged and being white, Caucasian. Their caucasity is just evil. Don't you know that, my friends? Unbelievable. Again, the race-based disciplinary policy encourages harsher punishments for white students and softer punishments for students of color. I wonder if that includes Asian students, because typically they do the best of all scholastically. Uh, so if they broke the same rule, say an Hispanic kid, a black kid, an Asian kid and a white kid, what if they all broke the same rule within the same week? Would the would they go to their grades and say, wow, this Asian student's an A-minus student, the, the white kid's an A-minus, B-plus kind of borderline student? We, we have to punish them more than we're punishing the Hispanic or black kids because their grades aren't quite as high. Would they do that? That would be completely racist, wouldn't it? I mean, and this is just an extension of attacking our justice system, which is due process. Innocent to a proven guilty. Colorblind, right? Lady Justice member has the, the uh, blindfold on. And that's not because she's into kinky sex. That's because justice under our values, our evil Western values that thinks, think women are equal to men and stuff like that. Our evil justice system says that justice is blind. In other words, it shouldn't matter what you look like in a courtroom. It should matter the crime you're accused of, the sentence you're facing, and the testimony of witnesses and evidence. That's what it's supposed to mean. Uh, so, if a teacher catches both a black and white student cheating on the same math test, their punishments will differ in the Clover Park School District of, of I don't know, they may have to change Clover Park to Marks and Lennon School District. Radio host Jason Rant uh, 
talked a little bit of, about this on his, uh, or excuse me, on Fox Business this week. And uh, he pointed out that one district in Washington State is uh, basically going to disciplining students partially or maybe even mainly because of their skin color. Uh, why not? Why stop there? Why not just single out certain kids of different races and treat them differently? I mean, why not? Your this this quest for quote equality is leading to gross incidents of inequality, inequality of of uh, punishment, inequality of outcome, inequality of the standards you're held to. Well. Again, it shouldn't surprise you the left is obsessed with equality. They don't care about the quality, how bad it gets that equality brings, but they want equality. And that includes, apparently, if you did better, your skin color did better in past generations and you had nothing to do with, you've got to pay the price. These people are sick. The left is crazy, my friends. And obviously, this is racism, and it's also illegal. A school simply cannot implement rules that tell staff to punish white students more harshly than students of color for the same offense. You have to treat them equally under the law. Of course, the left doesn't give a damn about the law either, does it? Uh, And Burke writes this. I think it's very true. Schools like corporate America seem to believe They are making up for racism decades ago by returning to racism once again. Retroactive racism. I guess they might call it this time toward white people. They are fighting past examples of racism with overtly racist policy. They call this progress. Very true, Mr. Burke, and I call them maniacs. And now... Let's move to something the Biden administration is doing. Team mumbles and stumbles with the possibly the most incompetent president ever and possibly the most uh, or the biggest babbling idiot ever in politics. Have you heard Kamala Harris give a speech yet? My God, can this woman can literally I have to question if, if it's raining outside and you hand Kamala Harris an umbrella. Would she know how to deploy it? Would she know how to open it? Or would she just sit there babbling to herself incoherently while she got absolutely soaked? Uh, And no, I don't have to respect the vice president because she is a moron. Okay? And I don't think it's because she's like Joe past the mental mental acuity expiration date. I think it's just because she's been promoted her whole life because she's a black woman and she's left leftist. And there you go. That's, that's her, uh, that's her calling card. That's why she's been elevated to where she is. It's certainly in her personality. It's certainly not her speak, her speech, her, uh, charisma. She may have less charisma than Hillary Clinton. Seriously, it's pathetic. Uh, But the Biden administration, they have come out and said that early transgender surgery and hormone treatments have been labeled as crucial for the health of kids 
and teenagers who identify as transgender. And I have to say transgender because apparently it is the most glorious thing you can be today. And if you're a child, that's the most glorious thing you can have some leftist nutcase label you as. Because you are going to be rewarded. And what are they going to reward you with? What are they going to reward these glorious children with? That's right. Surgeries, mutilation of their body, a bunch of hormones that'll screw their lives up forever. But hey, little Heather's now little Timmy. And little Tommy's now Julie. So that's good. Oh, look at us, what we have done. And like everything else the left does, it ends in absolute tragedy. But that's okay. Because no price, remember my friends, no price is too high for others to pay for Marxism to succeed. Uh, This is from the uh, Daily Wire. Now, kids who identify as transgender and, quote, non-binary, according to a message from the Biden administration and relayed by the Daily Wire, is all part of what's been dubbed as Transgender Day of Visibility. So if you are a transgender person or kid and no one could see you, quote, see you, I hate that expression. What a moron came up with this. Oh, we see you. I see you. I hear you. I hope so, idiot. I'm standing right in front of you screaming. You ought to see me and hear me. What does that even mean? Like most of leftism, it's hollow. It means absolutely nothing and has no intellectual or ideological worth at all for anybody at any time. It's simply doublespeak that some jackass intellectual or a group of jackass intellectuals thought up that, look, it makes us sound really smart. <laughs> God, we're brilliant. God, intellectuals. Uh, but the Transgender Day of Visibility, which according to the Daily Wire was put in place to, quote, inform parents and guardians, educators, and other persons supporting children and adolescents with information on what is gender-affirming care and why it is important to transgender, non-binary, and other gender-expensive young people's well-being. You know what's best for young people's well-being? To have assholes and lunatics who like to use terms like transgender, non-binary, and gender-expensive young people to be kept the hell away from these kids. That's what's good for kids. Not to have you lunatics screwing up their damn lives. God, this is sick. This is sick. Most people aren't certain what the hell gender-affirming care even means. But the Daily Wire, it it helped explain to us all what gender-affirming care means. And no, uh, it's not that you go to uh, get a nice deep tissue massage and while you're getting the deep tissue massage with the relaxing music and the nice scented oil, uh, not oils, but uh, lotions and, and rubs they use. No, it's not that. It's not that with someone telling you, you are a woman. You are a man the whole time. No, it's God help us. 
Yeah, nothing to do with care and nothing to do with affirming anything, but they want y'all to be good little communists. Gender affirming care is a phrase used by transgender activists. Ding, ding, ding. You hear that? Ding, ding, ding. That's the alarm going off. Whenever you have a word, whatever the word is, and activist follows it immediately, <laughs> run. Run. You know, I've become a person that doesn't like, if you were to call me an activist, I would want to smack you in the face. I don't want to be called an activist because so many people have turned activist into uh, people who try to screw everyone's else, everyone else's life up for financial gain, basically, and power grabs. But it's a phrase, this gender-affirming care, used by transgender activists and media to mask the more grisly, and that's the proper word that they use, sounding transgender top and bottom surgeries, including you might want to have your kids leave the room. And yes, I'm serious. Go ahead. Small children maybe shouldn't hear this stuff. Or maybe they should. Maybe we should scare the kids as soon as we can to make them run when they, these lunatics start to talk to them. But grisly-sounding transgender top and bottom surgeries, including removing a biological woman's breasts. Yes, that's progress. I mean, you're really not a woman unless you've had abortions, at least seven of them, and had your breast removed surgically because transgender is glorious now, apparently. Uh, including removing a biological woman's breast, removing a biological man's genitals. Yes. And I'm a guy, so I have to take a pause while that term even ricochets around my brain and uh my little friends say hell no we don't want to go uh sculpting a, a <laughs> sculpting a fake penis on a biological woman because the best penis is a fake penis those real penises oppressive privileged dangerous male uh toxic masculinity you want a fake penis honey that's right, girl. You get you a fake penis. You don't need that real thing. Uh, facial feminization or facial facial masculization and more. Again, all from the Daily Wire. Now, the state of Texas has a governor who, despite being in a wheelchair, stands a lot taller than any liberal I can think of. Governor Greg Abbott recently referred to the transgender treatments for kids as child abuse. Thank you, Governor Abbott. You are correct. Um, needless to say, he took some grief for that from the fanatics. And though he did gather plenty of support from detransitioners, detransition, we all got all kind of new words now. Uh, are you a transitioner or a detransitioner? <laughs> uh, or people who have transitioned, then transitioned back to the birth gender. So that's apparently a door you can go go either way for a while. God, look if if you're an adult and you want to change your gender, that's your damn business and none of mine. And I wouldn't dream to try to stop you. But can we leave the kids the hell out of it, especially the little ones? Uh, 
but again, commentators, lawmakers, people who identify as transgender, and people who are formerly attempted transitions have expressed grave concerns about encouraging children or young people to explore transitions of any kind. In other words, they're children. Children aren't supposed to be making certain decisions. I mean, you might ask your kids, hey, kids, where do you want to go on vacation this year? You want to go to Disney World? And (laughs) maybe that's not the best destination anymore. Uh, You want to go to the mountains? You want to go to the beach? What do you say? And again, kids can say, oh, I want to go to the beach or I want wherever. But that's not a life altering decision. And that's not a, a decision that's going to mutilate their bodies. Uh, Sam Amico wrote this piece. Again, this is from uh, <clears throat> the Outkick. And good Lord, the Biden administration. I mean, we've got teachers, teachers, unions behind us, politicians behind it. And now you've got the, the presidency behind it, apparently. That's the wrong message we're sending. Gender isn't fluid. Gender is a fact. Gender is science. And again, if you're an adult and you want to change that, I have no problem with you. I may not understand it, but I'm not going to come out of here and, and speak harshly towards you. I'll Hell, I'll hold a protest sign and say, yes, this adult person has a right to change their gender. If you don't like it, mind your own damn business. But... Kids, hell no, my friends. And now a quick note from MSNBS before we get to the truly disturbing story that has me fired up. Alex Witt reports as a show on MSNBS, and they had a fill-in host because Alex Witt was on vacation or who knows, she might have been having gender reassignment surgery. Who knows? She probably couldn't even tell. Uh, But Katie Turr... Uh, short for turd, was joined by new MSNBS contributor Charles Blow, one of the lyingest sacks of uh, camel dung that's ever worked for any newspaper anywhere in the world. The man lies. He lies and lies and lies. Lied about his own kid, almost getting, quote, shot by a police officer while in college. Didn't even come close. You're a lying sack of camel dung, Charles Blow. Uh, But the new law in Florida, the one that the left grossly misnamed the don't say gay bill, because it's simple, it's short, and the dummies on the left can repeat, repeat that enough times, like the idiots at the Oscars when they weren't slapping each other around or giving the same award, every award to the same damn film no one's seen. They were probably chanting don't say gay a lot. Because it's short and it's simple and people with limited mental capacity, like leftists, can understand it. You see? (laughs) But anyway, the bill is a bill that says in the state of Florida, kindergarten through third grade, I guess it based out what, five to eight years old, maybe nine years old in third grade, you can't teach gender, uh, gender identity about all the 57,000 types of genders. You can't get into that stuff. Parents, the majority overwhelming, don't want that talk to your kids. They think it's too young. You have to wait to fourth grade. And that became somehow the worst thing since uh, 
Bull Connor and his dogs and water hoses. Uh, Blow called the law a terror tactic. Remember when I said Charles Blow was a grotesque liar? Yes, that's what I meant. He called the law a terror tactic and accused Florida Governor Ron DeSantis of making venom and vitriol into policy. Somebody really ought to sit these jackasses down and give them a basic test on vocabulary, including definitions of words. They would fail miserably. Uh, Tur opened the segment by, adopt, by adopting the preferred liberal phraseology of calling the move the Don't Say Gay Bill. The MSNBS host then began by fretting, now a, a big part of the reason this is so controversial is the language in the bill is pretty broad. And although it does say between kindergarten and third grade, Charles, there's a reason to suspect that it could be used up and down grades as high as seniors in high school. And where does that suspicion come from, Katie Tour? Your own demented mind? Your own stuck-in-Marxist ideology BS 101 mind? Is that where it comes from, Katie Tur? And why are you asking Charles Blow for? If that man were to tell me my name was Doug, I'd check my driver's license. That's how dishonest I think that uh, that knuckle-dragger is. Uh, Blow, who is also a columnist for the New York Times and used to be a CNN contributor, tied in expectations that DeSantis will run for the Republican nomination for president. I think he does. I hope he does. And get ready for DeSantis derangement syndrome. The left is taking crazy and pumping it up about 300 degrees. Uh and what DeSantis is doing, essentially, Blow said, is t- making himself into Trump 2.0. He's taking all the venom and vitriol and turning it into policy, which is something Trump could not do. Trump could could do it in a, on an executive level. He could basically have it be the policy of the administration, but it wasn't law. DeSantis is making law of the Trump aesthetic. Charles Blow, calm down. Seriously. You might want to check your panties. You probably need to change them. Relax. Tur further worried, because she's a warrior apparently, uh, uh, worried further about the issue as she followed up. I want to ask you, I mean, this is obviously, it, it's still up in the air, but I'm curious, just some basics about this law. I mean, if a kid has two dads or two moms and, and, and the kid is in third grade, is in 10th grade, would they be allowed to talk about that? The law does not tell children in school they cannot speak to other students about things. It says the school cannot teach gender identity, sexual preferences, things like that. In other words, no sex sex education or affiliated topics until it's age appropriate, according to parents. You remember parents, right? They're supposed to be in charge of their kids. I know that's crazy, isn't it? The Times columnist argued that the law might result in teachers being afraid to to discuss LGBT issues at all out of fear of lawsuits. And the way the bill has been written is so broad. And I think that is exemplary of a lot of the bills that are being written now, whether they're about, you know, restricting your right to vote. There are no such laws, you piece of filth. Are restricting critical race theory in class? No, we don't need to teach communist theory in class, Charles Blow. 
we just don't. Uh, they are all written so broadly that it makes it becomes a terror tactic. So now DeSantis is in Al-Qaeda, apparently, in the sense that no one knows if they are, in fact, violating the law. If one has a brain Charles blow and isn't a professional liar, they probably know. But that doesn't apply to you, Charles Blow. I understand completely. And one more thing here. Apparently, apparently, it was not mentioned, according to Newsbusters, it was not mentioned uh, that both Katie Tour and Charles Blow have a close connection to, quote, LGBT issues since Blow is bisexual. Didn't know, didn't care. Not surprising he would have to buy it. But uh, that's his business. Who cares? None of mine. And, and Tora's father is transgender. Again, don't care. But if you have a bias <clears throat> on a news channel, you probably shouldn't be a, uh, a guest or moderator or, quote, host in, uh, in a segment that is strictly opinion-related, op-ed type stuff. <clears throat> and you probably should should have someone from the other side too, MSNBS. <laughs> uh, like you'd even let them talk. Uh, but again, Charles Blow's known for being a uh, a bit of a drama queen or drama king or drama whatever. And uh, he's gotten into it with several conservatives. Uh Again, he did work for CNN for quite a while, and he is a very noted race baiter. Uh, and just someone who's so far left, they can't even they can't even begin to see any other viewpoint. Apparently, very sad. Now, the final story again tying in with the transgender uh, mania sweeping the nation, according to the Blaze, and. Checking from ABC News on Thursday for you Florida State graduates. Thursday was the day before Friday and after Wednesday. Uh, apparently Thursday was Transgender Day of Visibility. Apparently transgender people are invisible the other 364 days. Can't see them. You ever run into something? It's like, what did I run into? What was that? It's probably an invisible transgender person because they can only be seen apparently on the day of visibility. Hey, stupid. I see you. I I hear you. I feel you. No, you don't. Because you're uttering again psychobabble words. <clears throat> again, ABC uh, was covering the transgender day of visibility. Uh, for those who weren't aware of that special, special day, it's so special, uh, featured a mother who claimed her child <clears throat> communicated to us, I guess that'd be her mother, father, immediate family members, that she was transgender. And when did this child come out to mommy and daddy and say, I'm transgender, I think I need to have my body mutilated and become a different gender. I need hormones. I need them now. When did this child do that? Nine years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, 14. What do you think, folks? Well, I'll tell you. According to this mother, 
at the earliest moments that this child actually had words and language. So I guess if you have a really, really small child, still an infant to me in a way, I guess, uh, but they're running around and they're getting into everything and they're putting everything in their mouth uh, because they're kids and they're falling down and they may laugh when they fall. They may cry when they fall, but they're absolutely adorable. But they're saying things, right? They're <clears throat> they're saying words. They're trying to say they're saying mama or dada or, you know, and again, it, it continues. But when they first get the ability to speak, apparently, this child, <laughs> mama and dada weren't the first words, apparently. Apparently it was mommy, mother, father, I wish to have transgender proceedings commence immediately. I'm in the wrong body. Uh, that's what this woman would have us believe. Ask for her advice to other parents with transgender kids. Jen Grosshandler answered when Chazzy, our daughter, really started to communicate to us. And that was at the earliest moment that she actually had words and language to communicate to us who she truly was. We were a little surprised because we didn't expect it. Again, mother, father, I'm really a girl. I'm not a boy. Yes, please help me. I'm not woke. I need a sex change. Uh, she went on to add, you know, the surprise evolves into something that's really cool and important. And that it is the realization that she's our daughter. So I would say to all of those parents out there and all the folks, by the way, listen closely, my friends. Millions of folks still in our country who say they've never met a transgender or non-binary young person, meaning a child. I would say this. These children are here and they are wonderful. All it takes is love. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not, I'm going to sound, say something that sounds so epic and important, but really is going to be meaningless pap. Sounds to me like mommy here wants some wants some notoriety for not her son slash daughter, but for herself because she's got that activist mindset. And yes, I can use my own child. And if I ruin their life, oh, well, I got to be on TV because oh, look at me. Now that's where the, uh, the term comes in, uh, about Mer Munchausen syndrome by proxy. It's basically cases where a lot of times it's a mother, they're, they'll keep taking their child to the emergency room or the doctor, and it's them doing something to make their child sick because it gets them attention, it gets them sympathy, it gets them people paying, focusing on them. It, it's a, a twisted mental illness. And I'm not saying this woman has it, but I wouldn't be a damn bit surprised. And also wouldn't be surprised, frankly, if the child that uh, is now was a boy, now uh, was a boy, now a girl named Chazzy grows up to have some problems. I pray that the kid doesn't. OK, I pray that is not true. I, that, I don't want to I want to be wrong about that to the nth degree. But with a mother like this, eh, I don't know if she has a chance, quite frankly, uh, the woman went on to add, you know. That surprise evolves into something that's really cool and important. Cool and important. So cool, so important that uh, you 
make your child a different gender before they're even really old enough to make such a decision. Because when we first start talking and getting language as human beings, we're very, 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 very young. And no, I don't believe any child ever lived first words out of their mouths were, Mommy, I'm transgender. I don't believe that. But I also believe other crazy stuff like four plus five is nine and four times five is 20. So I'm obviously a white supremacist with immense privilege, right? Uh, the Washington Free Beacon uh, tweeted out a, <clears throat> a little bit of this woman's uh, uh, comments, I, I guess I'll say, for a, quote, transgender day of visibility. ABC News featured her mother who said her assigned male at birth child. What a great way to refer to your kid, right? Oh, look, he's assigned male at birth. Oh, aren't we lucky? Pass the cigars out, honey. Uh, the, the child started communicate being transgender at the earliest moment that she actually had words and language. So if you want to take a listen to this, my friends. work that we all know that we all still need to do and we are here for it 150 percent now you and your husband were known as the parents of four boys in your community before chassis transitioned so what was that transition like for you as a parent and what is your advice to other parents who are on a similar journey so when chassis our daughter when she really started to communicate to us and that was at the earliest moment that she actually had words and language um, to communicate to us who she truly was um, we were a little surprised because we didn't expect it and then as we just literally raised her supported her just like all parents do raising you know we're teaching her the right values we're teaching her to give back you know, one of her favorite things in the world to do is to volunteer and be in service to others. You know, that surprise evolves into something just really cool and important. And, and that is the realization that she's our daughter. And so what I would say to all of those parents out there and all the folks, by the way, millions of folks still in our country who say they've never met a transgender or non-binary young person, I would say this, I would say these children are here and they are wonderful and all, all it takes is love. Oh, all it takes is love. And mommy being a little bit crazy and really obsessed with herself, it also takes that apparently. Again, if you think that a child that's just learning to speak the first thing out of their mouths, the first thing they focus on isn't saying mommy, daddy, and then on to kitty cat or puppy dog or, or whatever, or go outside or whatever. If you think it's mom, dad, I'm transgender. God help me, please. I need to change my gender. Then you're crazy. You're as crazy as they are. And no, I'm not going to change my mind. <clears throat> now, a lot of people on Twitter who were some of those millions of people and notice how she put that. These millions of people out there who haven't met a young person, a, a baby, a child who is transgender. You know what? Uh, mom, I don't think that, uh, 
I don't think there's millions and millions of kids out there who are transgender and trying to get the message out that they're transgender. I think you found a way to get yourself some attention and sympathy and praise from a lot of stupid people who don't accept science, biology, or common sense. I think you've garnered that attention, and I think that uh, you ought to change your your name when you're going to go on TV. This was on ABC News. I'm sure some other affiliates will interview you and and swell your head further with your own sense of self-importance. Maybe you ought to change your name to Mrs. Look at Me, Please, I'm So Gloriously Wonderful. Because apparently, as far as I'm concerned, this is about you. Nothing else. It's about you. Uh, more than one person on Twitter did bring out the uh, Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which the Cleveland Clinic, noted right-wing hotbed of hate the Cleveland Clinic is, uh, no, it is described as a mental illness. Ding, 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 ding. I think we hit a bell there. Mental illness in which a person acts as if an individual he or she is caring for has a physical or mental illness when the person is not really sick. Again, I don't know for certain, but I think uh, the definition from the Cleveland Clinic would uh, hit the bullseye on this woman. Uh, let me see. I have some of the tweets here, which you can read on, on the blaze. If you wish to, um, and some uh, stats put out there, but there's no, there's no uh, documentation of them, so I'm not going to even mention them. I'm not going to just start saying things that uh, are scientific that I don't know. I tell you what my opinion is, uh, but I don't know. I have a deep suspicion of people who get on TV, radio, and they become addicted in some manner or form to be an activist on whatever it may be and you end up getting crazy people who will say and do anything to keep that spotlight on them and i think this may be the case with this woman uh who i what i really care about is that this is aimed at children you now have nuts like this you have the biden administration the presidential administration saying oh yeah you got to get into surgeries and hormone treatment as early as possible I don't think that's a very responsible message. I think, uh, again, adults getting getting gender reassignment, whatever it's called now, their business, they're adults. But kids, especially small children, hell no. And that's what we all need to say, hell no. I don't care if they're liberal. If you're liberal, you ought to be able to be you ought to be able to understand why people like myself are upset. You ought to be upset about this. Because this is real life boys and girls, very young children being targeted for some social experimentation so their parents can live out their fantasy of being famous or being some groundbreaking civil rights leader. Or maybe it's just some other form of mental illness. And you have people with an agenda. Every group, no matter who it is, what it is, whatever religion, 
you've got the people who drive you crazy about the new church they go to, and they'll never shut up about it. Likewise, you've got people who have bought into the transgender argument. Usually they are identify themselves as transgender. And they make these claims that, oh, there's millions of us. We just don't know. We're not listening to the children. They have an agenda. Oftentimes it's a self-serving agenda that is very dangerous. And I'm not willing to sacrifice our children to such such mental uh, mental dysfunction. That's all, the only word I can come up with, the only phrase I can come up with. Something's not connected upstairs. And I don't care if you're transgender. You're an adult. That's you. That's your business. But when you start trying to tell lies and urging children, younger and younger children, to start going through this process of having their body medically mutilated so that you can feel better about yourself, hell no. Sometimes lines have to be drawn in the sand. The American people need to draw a line in the sand. And I think, honestly, uh, most Democrats would would stand up and agree with what I'm saying. Especially when someone started talking about their kids. And how far are we from that? How far are we from, it's not your kids you're talking about, but your neighbor's kids. You know, they're three, four, five years old. They're working around playing. And you see the boy... Uh, maybe, and he's, he's dressed like a girl. The girls have put a dress on him. He's just, he's a small child. He's a toddler. But you decide that, hey, I think that boy's transgender. How far are we from making this a completely voluntary thing? Well, it's not voluntary because the parents, I mean, you're four, you're five, you're six, you're seven, you're eight. You can't give consent to have surgery on yourself elective surgery but how far are we away from pushing it past coaxing people and trying to uh, fib and prevaricate and tell lies about transgender children instead of applying science to it how far are we away from trying to coax then trying to browbeat and intimidate to actual legislation that says if a medical professional, if a if a specialist in the field of transgender studies maybe says that your child is transgender, how far we how far are we away from custody battles? The parents fighting to keep their child so they can keep their child male or female, what well, has they were born. Pretty sobering, pretty sobering, sobering thoughts, don't you think? I mean, hey, if you think that's crazy, that's over the top, that's that'll never happen. <clears throat> you probably thought a lot of things would never happen. You'd probably thought at one time that we wouldn't have to stand up and and against a radical people trying to teach our kids that gender is fluid in first or second or third or, or grade or kindergarten. You would have probably thought that uh, teaching our kids that America was an inherently racist and white supremacist nation and really was totally flawed and irrevocably flawed from its very beginning, hell, before it even began. 
you might have thought that was something that would never be taught in schools. You'd probably think that the whole woke culture, the woke ideology we're dealing with, where literally corporations are having people come in to teach the employees that all the white people are bad and they're all victimizers and they have privilege. You'd probably thought that teachers even even thinking of punishing children based on their skin color, not on the violation of the school code they committed, would be a thing. Is this a bridge too far to, to wonder about? Or maybe we should say not a bridge too far, but an episode of crazy too far. Because crazy gets crazier and crazier all the time. There was a time I was watching an old movie, and it was uh, in one of the scenes, the TV in the bar they were having drinks at, CNN was playing. <clears throat> and I remember this was the 80s, I guess. I forget exactly when CNN began, but at one time CNN was seen as a really a, uh, a stalwart of journal- journalism. <clears throat> it was the most trusted name in news, right? Look at CNN now. Look at their new streaming service. Bat shit crazy. They don't do news anymore. And they're not even as bad as MSNBS is. Look at Twitter now. Look at so much social media. I think Twitter's the worst I, I've ever dealt with. Someone uh, tweets something and it's completely innocuous. But suddenly a few nuts decide that this person needs to be taken out. So they all attack them. And eventually the harassment is so bad and Twitter won't enforce their own rules. The person just quits being on Twitter. Whoever thought that would be a thing. Whoever thought that a person, by the way, who's going to have a show on the new CNN streaming service. I'm not sure what it's called. CNN BS or something. Jamel Hill, who's a nasty racist person, who's one of the ugliest people inside I've ever heard from. And she revels in her racism and her hatred and her bigotry and her bitterness because it pays her bills. CNN has hired this hack, and I don't even I don't even want to call her hack. Hack's too good for her, but they've hired her to spew her hate, giving her a a, a streaming show. And look at her. She now agitates her followers to go after people. Not when I'm talking about a journalist. I'm not talking about people with 100,000 followers. I'm not talking about politicians, governors, or anything like that. I'm talking about average people to attack them and berate them till they run them off of Twitter. Again, that's one of the stories I was originally going to talk about today until all this transgender stuff hit me. And I said, this is too important. You now have people who claim to be champions of civil liberties and human rights who are attacking people in vicious verbal manners on social media for daring to have a different of opinion. We have some problems in this country. So don't tell me it can't happen. We've already seen in my lifetime 
a lot of stuff that they never thought would happen. And generally it's going in the wrong direction. And don't think it's going to stop now, my friends. And that, my friends, is it for me today. Expect me back to have another one of these uh, for your listening pleasure uh, on Tuesday. God bless y'all. Take care. Be good to each other. Remember the three golden rules of life. Go Gators. If you're left, you're just ain't right. And yes, God bless America. And God, please protect the children of this country from the, uh, the flim flammers, the scammers, the hacks, the look at me crowd, and the people who want to make uh, being transgender a desired preference for everyone, apparently. And there are imagined millions of transgender children in this country. These people are sick. They truly are. Y'all be good to each other. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. People pushing this transgender stuff, maybe look in the mirror and have a time of reflection. Then go and look at some kids. And just look at the innocence of these kids. And ask yourself, is this kid old enough to decide something as, as fundamentally important as their gender? Think about it. Don't emote. For God's sakes, think. For the children's sake, think. Y'all be good. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Take care.